Welcome to Machine Learning, How the World Works. Star Trek, Obsession. <clears throat> the landing party has beamed down and began exploring the planet's surface when they discovered tritanium ore deposits. Tritanium ore deposits are, are valuable to the Federation. We're not told what they're used for, but they're valuable. Probably for some form of uh, weaponry or propulsion. Kirk wants a sample removed and brought back to the Enterprise, so Spock fires a phaser cut at the portion of the deposit and extracts it with a clamp device. Kirk smells a sweet odor like honey and vaguely remembers the same smell on another planet 11 years prior. Kirk tells the landing party security guards to scan for chromium and to fire phasers at disruptor power at any gaseous cloud. Spock is bewildered how a laboratory experiment can be intelligent. Kirk tells Spock that's what he is proposing is impossible, yet it exists. Spock then reasons that the gaseous cloud must be able to change itself into some different molecular state. Actually, what it's doing is it's... Uh, it can phase in and out of time space. So it's, uh, this is one of the first movies where we have now uh, a space drama where a monster, which is an impossible monster, is here. Um, almost as if, I'm trying to think of a Shakespeare play where it had a monster. Um, but it's 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 kind of mythical. It's an unconquerable monster. It it leaves a trail of death, and so the Enterprise is now faced with this impossible monster. Two security guards are killed by the alien intelligence, and every red corporal cell in their body gone, drained like the victims of a space vampire. The third uh, security guard. Ensign Rizzo barely, uh, barely alive, survives and is barely alive after 50% of his blood has been drained. Kirk instructs McCoy and Spock to um, consider the medical impossibility of the events of the Furgut. Ensign Rizzo is revived and he describes the alien as cold and he noticed an odor, a sick, sweet, strange smell like smothered in honey and drawing the strength from him. The alien has the ability to hide from the molecular scan. Spock explains the alien can change its molecular structure. The crew is not convinced that the gaseous cloud can be intelligent. Ensign Gorovic, the son of Captain Gorovic, greets Captain Kirk on the bridge. Kirk asks Ensign Gorovic if he's interested at getting a crack at the monster that killed his friend, Ensign Rizzo. Gorovic enthusiastically acknowledged the invitation to hunt the monster. Gorovic fires his phaser at the gaseous cloud, but the two other security guards die despite Gorovic's efforts. Gorovic admits to hesitating to Captain Kirk. Kirk convenes a hearing and dismisses Gorovic to quarters, threatening of derelict of duty. Kirk is a young ensign under uh, Captain Gorovic, also froze as the alien killed over 
200 members of the crew at the time. The review board held Kirk innocent and stated that he acted in the best manner possible. Kirk just can't forgive himself, nor Gorovic. I remember as a kid watching uh, Dracula shows and vampire shows, and the only way you could kill a vampire is with a silver bullet, or let's see, I'm trying to think. No, that's a that's a werewolf, or drive a stake in its heart. So. Uh, expose it to the light and drive a stake in its heart. And that's exactly what Kurt's going to do with this space Dracula. The alien moved through space and travels at speeds approaching warp six. The alien can travel through time using a gravitational propulsion. Kurt Spock immediately deduces that neither Kurt nor Gorovic's firing of the phaser would have made any difference because of time shifts. So they fire at one moment, the alien disappears at another. Meaning that the alien could have been at different times at the moment they were firing their weapons. The alien stops course and turns back on the Enterprise. The crew finally believes that they are fighting an intelligent being. Kirk orders a spread of phaser and photon fire uh, blast sequences, but has no effect. The alien kills two more crew as it enters the impulse engine. Spock tries to reason with Gorovic with logic-like, hesitation is an inherent trait of your species. Spock seems to believe that a logical response to encountering something that is intelligent but is not capable of being understood at the moment is to destroy it without thought. Basically, Hesitation not to be helped because humans are weak. Classic Spock logic nonsense. While talking, the alien enters through the ventilation duct in Ensign Gorovic's quarters. Spock attempts to block the vent with his hands. Why not a blanket or a pillow? Uh, But fails to as as the space vampire enters into the room. Kirk orders a reverse pressure on the ventilation shaft and Spock emerges uninjured from the room. Kirk asks Spock, why aren't you dead? Spock replies that his blood is composed of copper, unlike the iron in human hemoglobin. Spock finally tells Kirk that his actions today would have had the same results 11 years ago and that Kirk was not responsible for the deaths. Kirk tells the crew that the Enterprise is committed to destroying, to the destruction of the alien. Uh, The medicine will have to wait even if lives are lost, and the alien is going home to breed. The Enterprise races to the fourth planet of Tycho system. Kirk and Garovic bait the alien with a container of hemoglobin, which the alien devours. Kirk and Gorovic use themselves near the antimatter bomb and beam out just as the alien is about to strike. McCoy complains to Spock that the transporter technology is a terrible way to travel, spreading the man's molecules all over the universe. Spock manages to complete the transportation 
and in humor tells McCoy what saved the captain was his cross-circuiting to be. I have to think about why that was funny. <laughs>